Audio Dollars here. Arthur, good morning. How are you? <laughs> What's up, bro? I can, I, I can hear how, how you are. And um, first of all, let me just go back to the Stones thing. Think about it, Sid. Imagine you're at the top. You and I were the same age. We're at the top of our game at 80 years old. Because these guys came up with this album. I listened to it about 10 times this weekend. I mean, it's, it's not Exile on Main Street. But, I mean, it's, it's solid work at 80 years old. And they seem to be having a blast doing it. And I can only wish the same for me and you. you know, and that song, Whole Wide World, it's that whole wide world is against you. And, you know, when I'm representing Rudy Giuliani, who just had two of his co- three of his co-defendants plead guilty in Georgia, and two of them at least, the two most well-known ones, and the two who are lawyers, have agreed to cooperate against he and Mr. Trump. Well, you know, it does it starts to feel like the whole wide world is against you. So hence, when I'm... That that plea comes down on Friday, as does the Stones album, and this is like the third song on the album, and I'm like a fourth maybe, and I'm like listening to him like holy shoot, <laughs> and poor Rudy, I mean he's got as many, I think he actually has more, he does, he's got more cases coming against him than Donald Trump does because he's got the uh, some civil stuff going on and. You know, it's woof, the whole wide. It could feel like the whole wide world is against you. And then I listen to you this morning, and you—I mean—you realize uh, uh, LT could hit a golf ball from my house to where that protest was uh, on on Saturday. The guys from the NYPD actually gave me a heads up on Friday. They're like, "Look, I don't know what you're planning on doing with your family, but at two o'clock, there's gonna be a lot of people in the ridge, uh, and you know they're not on your side of the aisle when it comes to this issue." So I, I we actually. <laughs> We had to go to a kid's birthday party, so we were not around. So I didn't see any of it at all. Um, but I do know that I think, what, 20-some-odd people were arrested, unlike the protests in Manhattan where I think nobody was arrested. But they they were fired up. They were lighting fires in the street. And... Oh, that's nothing. They were they were, they were actually sent fireworks at the cops, threw water at the cops, threw bottles at the cops. They thought they were back in Gaza, these animals. So John Shell, who was the NYPD chief of patrol, and Kaz Daughtry, the NYPD assistant commissioner, will both join me coming up live at 8.40 this morning because I got that type of juice. I talked to the mayor as soon as that whole rally went down. But on a serious note, these animals went after the cops. They were yelling and screaming to eradicate Israel. They they want to kill Israelis and Jews. I mean, Shell's a Bay Ridge guy, so he he definitely... he definitely. Uh, well, how do you, you know, guys? How do all you tough guys? All you, all my mob buddies in Shore Road and all those guys. You guys just don't care. You, you know, you're gonna rough up a, a young a guy because you, you can't pay five thousand dollars this week for a stupid football bet. But you're okay with Palestinians screaming murder to the Jews and Americans in the streets? Man, you guys are embarrassing. First and foremost, sir, I, I was never part of those you guys. No, whatever. You hang out with all that of was them. You and, that was you and all your boys <laughs> up there in Dyker Heights, okay? I was, <laughs> I was tap dancing on the stage of Poly Prep <laughs> when you guys were playing Stratomatic, okay, yeah, all night true. long, all afternoon long, okay? <laughs> Take true. it easy with that. Uh, <laughs> listen, it's, it's, sad, it's sad and it's scary. I mean, it's look, you know who I run with. All my best friends are Jewish. My law partners are Jewish. It's insane. I never thought I would see this. I had, I never thought I would. This is how ignorant I am at 55 years old. I never thought I would see this kind of hate uh, blocks away from my house and blocks away from my law office. But you shouldn't be. But you shouldn't be surprised, Audie. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be surprised because I keep telling everybody the same thing. Look, November 2024 is. And I know we keep saying this, but 
maybe the most important election of our lifetimes. You've got to get Biden out of there. We've got to get Trump back, bottom line. But on a serious note, for New York City, we're a month away. We're less, excuse me, less than a month away in races that are much more important to people like you in Bay Ridge, and that is the council races. When I read Justin Brannon, that lowlife, his uh, Facebook, I know he's a friend of yours, and, and that's shame on you and Chris Olivero. But when that Listen, idiot... You know him a lot longer than I do. You're, I, you're I, I don't care. He's a scumbag. I know him for a long time. I used to like him. He's a lowlife. When he's on Facebook actually talking about, once again, well, you know, uh, we don't we don't encourage any of this, but, 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 you know, the Israelis, the Palestinians, I don't want to hear about the Palestinians. I don't want to hear about them. We don't have people that are pro-Israel in the streets of Brooklyn throwing bottles at cops. We don't do stuff like that. I don't want to hear about both sides right now. One side went into Israel and killed everybody, and one side has taken over our streets with violent protests, and none of those people are Jewish. None of them. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> you, know, when, you know, when you're a good lawyer, sometimes you don't just want to shut up. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to you know, I mean, Well, I'm I guess not, I rest my case, counselor. No, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. I, you know, I know how I feel about this. I think it's it's horrible. It's insane. And I know, I know this is what you don't want to hear, but, you know, you bring me on to tell you both sides of the story. In the neighborhood of Bay Ridge, I know you're going to say this is crazy, but it's not. There are some Palestinian people that think what happened over there is absolutely atrocious. Yeah, five. Absolutely horrible. Yeah, five out of 5,000. Great. Okay, buy well, him dinner tonight. Know, Take him out to Tommaso's tonight. Buy him dinner. I don't know what population it is, but you know when you talk about Justin Brandon, there is a Palestinian population at Bay Ridge, unlike in, in probably Bronxville, uh, you know, New York. And so he's got to keep those people in mind. There's some... You know, very nice. I know a couple of lawyers who are Palestinian. They want to hide underneath the table. I mean, they're very, very embarrassed and and horrified. So, but, what, so know, why aren't they, they out there? Why why aren't they? Why aren't they out they're there on the Saturday night arguing with these people who are yelling and screaming from the uh, the sea to whatever the hell they say these animals uh, eradicate Israel? The sea, from the river to the sea. Right? Uh, no, is it to the river to the sea? Yes, to the sea? river to the sea. Blow me is what I said this morning. Where are your friends that that, that are Palestinians that are so ashamed of it? They're sitting Listen, inside they're their afraid. house doing nothing. Listen, I got I've got calls from the cops for me to stay away. Could you imagine going there and, 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 and they're spitting in cops' faces and throwing water on them? You know, I, I, there's fear. There's, uh, there's fear. I mean, God bless my Jewish brothers in Borough Park. They'll take them on with their with their black coats and all that. They're they're ready for for war. I mean, they're not joke. The Hasidic guys who I'm tight with, they're like, oh, this could just let you know this could be the beginning of World War Three. Because they are not fooling around. Man. They are not taking this lying down. They're not going to let another Holocaust happen. And you know what I say? Good for them. Like, good for them. I go, go get it. I said, let me know what you need. The first calls I made, the truth said was the first calls I made was to my friends who are obviously Jewish guys who walk around in yarmulkes and, and who are Hasidic. I said, look, if something crazy goes on, I said, I have a house out in Long Island. If you need to go hide there, you know, I'll tell you how to get there. And there's a code to get in. And they were like, thank you, Walter. You're such a mensch. And the fact that those words were coming out of my mouth, said brought like tears to my eyes. I mean, I never thought in New York, where we got more Jews than anywhere, we'd have this problem. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And, you know, you want to talk about Trump being president. He got, you know, to be a lawyer for a second. The thing about Chesbro, who's a lawyer, a Harvard-educated lawyer, pleading guilty and Sidney Powell pleading guilty with agreements to cooperate against Trump and Georgia. 
in a case where there's a mandatory minimum jail sentence of five years if you're convicted, and any president of the United States cannot pardon him. It's a state case. It is not a federal case. The only one who could give him any relief would be the governor of the state of Georgia. So people are like, oh, if he gets convicted, he'll just pardon himself. No, you're wrong. He can't do that. He can't do that. Biden couldn't pardon him. Nobody could pardon him on a federal level. It's got to be a state person who's got to pardon him or commute his sentence. So, like, it's a real deal. It's not like a joke. And Chesbro, the lawyer who just pled guilty, he's also an unindicted co-conspirator in the Washington, D.C. case, where Giuliani's also an unindicted co-conspirator. So this guy could could be a, uh, testifying against President Trump in both cases, and he's no slouch, okay? He's not some guy, as you said, shaking people down for $5,000 on Shore Road. This is a Harvard-educated lawyer who was involved with arguing Bush v. Gore, you know, years ago. I mean, he's not, he's not like you're going to be able to cross-examine him about his criminal record. So, you know, th- th- there's real problems here. You couple that with the bullshit going on. Oops, I cursed. With this crap going on <laughs> Good stuff. in Congress. Yeah. In Congress. It's yeah. like, what is going on in this country? And, you know, I know you talk about your two favorite presidents, but my favorite era, okay, forget about presidents, was and it was you and I were in prime time, was when Giuliani was the mayor and Clinton was the president. Everyone was sitting involved with that tech boom. People were making money. Giuliani cleaned up the streets. Those years right there. Oh, those were good years. So those were the. No, listen. The mid to the mid to the late nineties were good, but Clinton, Bill, who I still like for some reason. Uh, it was bound to happen. You know, he allowed all this mortgage nonsense to go on. Someone was going to pay the price for that. People have made a lot of money, dot-coms and mortgages, but eventually it was going to come back to bite us. And your friend Bill Clinton let Osama bin Laden go not once, not I twice, know. but three times. So I'm poor aware. George Bush wasn't the smartest uh, uh, guy on the, you know, a bulb on the tree. He comes into office. He's sitting there in a school in Florida reading a bunch of books. And all the stuff that Clinton allowed to happen came back to bite him. So, yes, it was I great. 